I'd say, you know, this whole maimed, this whole gathering, this whole get-together has been, as it's been discussed, as it's been explained, it's about one thing and one thing alone, which is about drawing out that desire, that tefillah, that wanting, that thirst for gula. And I'll tell you the truth, and it's also been mentioned that there is minias, there could be some obstacles along the way that we have to break through, we have to go over. And so I'll tell you something, for me personally, now as a Fabrengus will be personal, for me personally, to me there's one minia, for me personally. And it's two words. Each one of, each word by itself is a holy, Jewish, beautiful word. But you put them together, to me it becomes one of the darkest sentences in, uh, in all of language. And that's Eurydice Hadiris. Eurydice Hadiris. We know there's such a thing, there's such a phenomenon, you can't deny such a thing. That as the generations go on, as we move farther and farther away from Har Sinai, the collective Koiches HaNefesh, the powers of understanding Torah, of pouring one's heart out and davening, they seem to be diminished. And you know, it's an amazing thing, as we get even closer to Mashiach, and we move further and further in into that Tekufa that's called, that's defined as Ikvaz the Mashiach, then the Yerida, the descent, the shrinking of the souls of the generation, it seems to be, in the language of Chassidus, I guess, it's Shaloi Ke'erech. It's not Seder Hishtal it's not a usual descent from one level to the next to the next, it, it drops off a cliff. Anyone that's in any position of uh, leadership knows that the generations, you know, that every, every two years is a new generation and it's the Eurydice Adoris that exists is Shloike Erech, it's without measure, it doesn't fit the normal pattern of, of just one degree less. And ironically, and ironically, that major task of pushing us over the threshold of Geula is ironically given to the weakest of generations, the generation that compared to the earlier ones is mamish nothing. So to me, that's Akasha. To me, that's Akasha. How do we overcome that? And we have to understand that when, you know, like the Gemara says that before the Rabbani Shalom gave Moshe Rabbeinu the Torah, the Malachim in heaven, the angels in heaven had Akasha, Ma'enesh Kisis Karenu, what is the human being worth that you should give him such a gift? When the Malachim had such a question, that's not just something that happened once upon a time that's recorded in the Gemara and we review it. That's an ongoing question that sometimes plagues the mind of a Jew. What value do you have? How is it possible that such a task that we saw from the video, the Rebbe himself, uh, to, 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 be, to, give, to be given over to Igus of the Mashiach is such a thing? How, how can we handle such a thing? How can we, how can we make sense of it? All right, so listen, so I'm no, one, I'm no one worthy of giving explanations, giving Biurim, but, you know, even in Amarits can, like, bump into a truth once in a while, you know, so it's, just, you know, it's not so crazy if what I'm about to say is maybe true. And even if it's not, but there's tefillah, like what I'm going to mention, to speak, but there's tefillah. So it's like this. It's, an, it's not a simple idea, but I'm going to try to package it as concisely and as simply and as quickly as possible. In the writings of the Rishonim, it goes back to Rishonim already, the Ravid in a number of places. It's mentioned in the Zarah Kaddish in a few places. In Beis Medrash of the Vilna Goy, in the writings of the Groh Alpi Kabbalah, this is expanded upon in great detail. Is that the Rishonim tell us the tradition is as follows, that one of the major maniyas for Geula 
is not necessarily like a certain date that the Rabbanu Shalom has, okay, this is going to be the date, you know, and so on. There is a requirement, and it's going to sound a little bit funny, there is a requirement for Nishmas Moshe Rabbeinu, for the soul of Moshe Rabbeinu to make its way into the world a certain number of times. And in order for Gula to take place, Nishmas Moshe, the soul of Moshe Rabbeinu, has to be fully unpackaged and fully expressed. And that takes many times. And the Sram talk about this a certain number of times. We're not going to go into the how many times and so on. In order for Nishmas Moshe to come, Gula, just like Moshe Rabbeinu was the first redeemer, Gula depends on the soul of Moshe Rabbeinu. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu's neshama, that's, that's, a, that's a big neshama, you know? That's, we talked about Yerida Sadaris. Just like the last generation is, you know, a drop off a cliff down, Moshe Rabbeinu is not just uh, the highest in Seder Stalshas. Moshe Rabbeinu is, Moshe Rabbeinu is very, very big. And Moshe Rabbeinu's soul has to come down X number of times for Gula to take place. As I mentioned, this is something that we find in many svarim. You know, there's a, there's a mice, they say, from Rav Nachman Haradanka, that he was one of the Talmud of Balsham. And uh, he, had, he was thinking about making Aliyah, going to Eretz Yisrael. And so he asked his Rebbe, he asked the Balsham And the Balsham said, go to the mikveh, go to the mikveh, and an answer will come. So he goes to the mikveh, and he dunks into the mikveh. And when he dunks the first time, he sees himself in Yerushalayim. Okay? He dunks again. He sees himself in Beis HaMikdash. He dunks a third time. He's in Kodesh HaKadshim, but there's no Aaron. There's no Aaron. Okay? So he goes back to the Baal Shem, And the Baal Shem says like this. The Baal Shem says, you go to Eretz Yisrael, it's fine. You can find the Beis HaMikdash, but the Aaron is in Mezhevish. The Aaron is in Mezhevish. We know that the Baal Shem the whole Taras of Baal Shem as was mentioned, is the Indian of Taras HaMashiach. The Aaron is that vessel that's Moshe Rabbeinu. Like the Rambam writes in Pirish Mishnayis that there was only one person that was able to go into Kaddish HaKadjim at will. Not Yom Kippur, nothing, just whenever he wanted, that was Moshe Rabbeinu. Mibain Shnei HaKruvim. It says in Pasuk that the Rabbani Shalom speaks to Moshe from between the two cherubs. Mibain Shnei HaKruvim is Rosh Tevis Moshe. So this idea of Geula being the emergence of Moshe Rabbeinu, as is mentioned by the Zar Kaddish, the Vilna Gain, and so on, this is echoed by the Baal Shem Tev in his language, that his Torah, which is Torah Mashiach, is the Bechin of the Aaron. So here's the problem, just to make the problem even worse. So if the ultimate task that we have, that we're charged with, is to bring Gula, which means to somehow embody Nishmas Moshe, Saifat Bikasha. Mele, if you're born with a big Neshama, like the Lubavitcher you know, or a Tzadik Yisod Olam, in whatever the generation might be, so that, those are big neshamas. Those are Moshe Rabbeinu Dikin neshamas. Mela. But for every single one of us to be given that task to bring Gula within ourselves, Befratu Bechlal, and Gula depends on Nishmas Moshe, how could such a thing be? How could such a thing be? So you read this at Doris, it's one thing if there's a certain quote of mitzvahs, but, but now we're saying that it has to be that you have to literally embody the greatest neshama of all time of Moshe Rabbeinu. And, by the way, you read this at Doris. So how is that possible? I better not stop now, right? That's like, I have to give an answer. All right, so there's an idea that we find in the Sormak Daishem. It's talked about by the Rashash, the base Medjish of the Sfarthish and Kabbalim. It's expounded upon and unpackaged by the Taras Chacham, Rechaim de la Rose, in that, in that world. The following idea is said. And it's as follows. 
There are two categories of neshamas. There's one category of neshamas, which is that every individual neshama has its designated madrega and designated kaychas. And within that category of neshamas, that every single one, every single individual is a designated neshama, you're coming from, you have a, a tremendous amount of chesed, or a tremendous amount of gavur, or a tremendous amount of, of beauty, whatever the midas are, whatever the particular madrega is, that's your, that's your neshama. And within that category, there is the biggest of all, and that's Moshe Rabbeinu. But Seder Hashash has another category of neshamas. And this other category of neshamas, when you look at each and, one, each and every one of them, you know what madrega they have? They have madrega of nothing. Of nothing. Now that's... Who has those neshamas? That's because of Mashiach. That's the generation before Mashiach comes. If you want to identify where, what's your madrega, where are you holding? Nothing. But you know... But here's the irony. The Rashash taught us that that itself, which is an unbelievable, maybe weakness in those neshamas, is its greatest strength. Do you know why? Because it says in Pasuk, that Chazal say, that Moshe Rabbeinu equals all 600,000 yidin, which means that there is a way to duplicate Nishmas Moshe. And that is by not having your own personal madrega. That all you are is nothing but an empty space within which the collective powers of all of Klai Yisrael is able to pool, concentrate, and express itself. And you know what the irony is? It's Davka Nishamas that when you identify them and you want to say, like, what's your color? What's your inion? What's your madrega? And the answer is, I got nothing. Those are specifically the neshamas that are custom-made to be just pools, to be just places in which the collective energy of Kala Yisrael is able to manifest. And this is one of the most essential terrors of, of Chassidus, which is Fabrengen, of Yidin coming together, and all of a sudden, every single individual person has their limitations, and maybe extremely, extreme limitations. But it's because of our own personal nothingness that we're able to do a mitzvah, and we can say, the Rabbani Shloilam, who am I? I'm Mamish nothing. But you know who I'm doing this mitzvah on behalf of? You know, who I, you know what I want to embody? You know what I want to, to, to be activated through me? I am doing this, B'Shem Kol Yisrael, on behalf of all of Kol Yisrael. And we talked about, how we saw from the videos and, and so on, spreading the light and connecting to another Yid, and focusing on being mashpia to other Yidin. A hundred million percent, that's, that's, that's everyone's achrayas. But even in a situation of where you're, you're daving your own Shemonesrei, there is a way of daving your own personal Shemonesrei, of learning your own Pasuk in Chomish, staying at Perak even daving for your own Inyanim, where you say to yourself, Rabbanu Shalom, I don't have the strength nor the desire to come to you as just me individually. Because me individually, who am I? But Adarab. Because who I am is mamish nothing. I am able to say, Rabbanish Shloilam, I am emptying myself out of my own personal color, of my own personal madrega, my own personal shayrish, and I am going to act as just a klal, just a way through which klal Yisrael can speak to you through me. 
and all I want to be is nothing but a mouthpiece for the millions of Eden out there that can't talk to you directly or don't know that they can't talk to you directly. And even the Eden that can't speak to you directly, I want to just be a, a pool within which Claudius Yisrael's energy is able to concentrate. And it's Bodhika Manus, it's tested and proven that Tzadikim have told us this, that even Yidin, Davka Yidin, who in their own personal madragas might be extremely limited, but if they embrace an Avedis Hashem that's one of 600,000 Yidin serving their Rabbanu through them, and seeing yourself as just part of that collective whole of Klai Yisrael, and you're able to do that specifically because of the fact that you are completely transparent and translucent and a bechin of ayin and a mamish of nothingness. So the, the, the kaiches that could come out of you and the kaiches that could be manifest through you are shalaik erech, are completely transcendent from the limitations that you might be as an individual person. There is a way, davka, specifically, ironically, it's specifically because of Yudas Hadaris. It's specifically because of the limitations of each one of us as an individual person. It's davka because of that that we could all collectively be the Maishar Rabbeinus and allow that Nakud of Maishar Rabbeinu, that Nakud of the Raya Mehemna, the trusted shepherd, the, the, the Yichidish of Nefesh to express itself. By us coming to Rabbanish and saying, Rabbanish, I'm not davening to you because of, because of my name and because of who I am, as if I'm an individual person just coming. Rabbanish, I'm coming to you on behalf of all of Kla Yisrael. And it sounds silly, like presumptuous. Who are you? The answer is exactly, I'm nothing. I'm nobody. That's exactly why I'm the perfect person to be the vessel for all of Kla Yisrael to come to you. And the Kaychas and Nefesh, an individual, can, in, can absorb and, be, and transmit even to others is unbelievably, unbelievably, infinitely compounded because of this. And this is exactly what the Aran is. What's the Aran? The Aran is Enam and Amida. We know one of the miracles of the Aran in the Kodesh HaKadshim is that it didn't take up any space. Like you measured from one side of the room into the other and so on, it didn't take up any physical space. The question is, God doesn't do miracles for nothing. Who's noticing that? The Kain Gadol and Kaddish HaKadshim is the only one that goes in once a year and he's not taking measuring sticks. Why would God do this miracle for nothing? The answer is, it's not a miracle. That's what the Aran is. The Aran is nothing. And that's exactly, exactly why it's able to be the source of divine light into the world because it's nothing. Every single one of us, we know our deficiencies. We know our chesroinus. And the Yetzirah tells us, because you're chesroinus, because of your deficiencies, who are you to daven? Who are you to learn? Who are you to tell other Yidin about davening and learning? Who are you to give chizik to other Yidin? Who are you to talk about Gula, to talk about Mashiach, to take upon yourself avoid of afatas miyanis? Who are you? So what's the response of the Yitzhar? The response is, exactly, exactly, exactly. Exactly what Moshe Rabbeinu said to the Malachim. Malachim said, Yitzhar, you have all these problems. Moshe Rabbeinu said, exactly, exactly. Because we're nothing, because we're ayin, Mamish Ayan, because of that, Ain Saif, infinite, infinite Kaiches can pour to the world through us. This is what you find by all the Tzaddikim, everyone talked, everyone talked about this. Even the great Rosh Hashiva of pre war Europe, you know, Shimon Shkop in his Akdama to Shari Yosher, he talks about this. He says that the key of Avodis Hashem is what? Is redefining your sense of self, expanding the eye of who you are. When a baby's born, a baby's little, what is I? When the baby says I, what does it mean? It means him or her. When it gets a little bit older, what does I mean? It means the family. 
get married, it means your wife. Shimon said, a big tzaddik, you know what I means? I means Kal Yisrael. And that could happen in two ways. Either you're given Nishmas Moshe, top of the Everest, or your mom is nothing, and all you are is a pool within which the kaychas of Kal Yisrael are able to concentrate. Bez Hashem, we shall be saich in our own lives. Mashiach and Bez Hashem should manifest in an open and revealed way, Bekarev, Mamish. But the ikar is that a person should have the moichen of Mashiach, the moichen of Gul in their own lives. And the moichen of Mashiach, the moichen of Gul means to be able to do everything B'Shem Kol Yisrael. Just end off with a quick story. You know, there's a, a Maisa of the Yid, very, very quickly, a Maisa of the Yid that he once had a lot of problems, a lot of tsaras, whatever it is, you know, a whole peckle of stuff. And he went to the Rishoner to get a bracha. And so he had to wait on a long line to get the Rishoner. Eventually he gets the Rishoner. And the Rishoner, you know, he pours his heart out. And the Rishoner says, Eivish is elfin. Hashem should help. Finished. And like that, you know. He was hoping for something a little bit more than that. So he leaves the room. And so one of the sons of the Rishoner saw that this year leaves the Rebbe's office, the Rebbe's study, and his face is down. That's not the way it's supposed to be. So yes, and what happens? So the person says, you know, I was hoping for a little bit more than just Eivish is elfin. So he goes back, so, the, 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 so he says like this, go back to my, go back online, go back to my father and say, Rebbe, what's going to be until the Eibishter helps? So he goes back in, okay, it's a good question. So he goes, and he goes in, and he says, you know, I came before, and the Rebbe gave me a bracha, Eibishter's elephant, but I want to know, what's going to be biz Eibishter's elephant? What's going to be until that? And the original said, Eibishter's elephant, biz Eibishter's elephant. So that's not like, you know, pushing him to the side. That's a big bracha. That's a big bracha. And to be able to say to yourself that I embrace that avayda of living b'shem kol Yisrael, of living molards deyas Hashem kemayim v'chasim, of being a little aranakaydish, which is mamish nothing but through me can be manifest mamish ein saif. That's a life worth living. Hashem shall bless each and every one of us that we shall be zaychet to experience a gula pratis. Bani chaim ezayni. But whenever the Rabbani Shalom gives brachas to Yidin, Bani Chaim Ezaini, it's always with his stamp, you know? It's always Be'etzim Elikos, just packaged in Bani Chaim Ezaini. The Ikir Bracha is that a person should be Zaycha to receive Elikos, to receive the Rabbani Shalom himself. And Be'kelem, Be'kelem, Shayim, in all sorts of ways with Bani Chaim Ezaini, we shall be Zaycha to experience a Gula Pratis, and, and, and through that, a Gula, a Gula, a Gula Klolis. Be'yaz Gol Tzadik Barachimim, Be'yaz Gol Tzadik Barachimim, Be'yaz Gol Tzadik Barachimim, Be'yaz Gol Tzadik Barachimim, Be'yaz